Welcome back to the Soul on Sports Sports Podcast. This is where you get all, I mean all, the sports news you need, all the scores, updates, opinions. You might agree, you might not, but I got it here for you. Everything that's hot and going on in the sports world, check on Soul on Sports, baby. I got what you need. First of all, we're going to get into the NFL. As usual, NFL is king, like I named one of my shows before. Uh, they had a lot of good football games going on in week four. As usual, we got drama, stuff that's going on, stuff to get into. Let's do a little recap of week four. It started Thursday night with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles going on the road to play the uh, Green Bay Packers. With the Eagles losing the week before at home to Detroit, no one thought they'd be able to go on the road against the undefeated Green Bay Packers and win a game. Everyone was wrong. (laughs) They did win. They won 34-27. Their running game dominated the game. Green Bay came into the game having a very strong defense. Didn't look so strong Thursday night when uh, the Eagles running backs were running through their like room temperature butter <laughs> with a hot knife. Not even room temperature. This butter's been in the microwave melted. They running right through that defense, man. That defense wasn't stopping nobody. So the Eagles got back on track. They're looking... For at least for one Sunday, one week at least, they look back to be the powerhouse in the NFC that we thought they would be. And now they're back on track in the NFC East. Believe me, they needed that game really bad with the Cowboys playing the way they were playing. The Eagles cannot afford to go down one to three. One and three in the first part of the season. They got a tough big win in the Packers. Got their first loss of the season. Uh, the Dolphins and Chargers, the Dolphins lost again. 30 to 10. They lost, but they play hard. They don't have the talent that some of these other teams do. It's obvious they're trying to tank. That tanking's coming from upstairs and not coming from on the field. And uh, what they did was try to get rid of all the good players so they wouldn't win any games and get a high draft pick. I know that's what they're doing. Everyone knows it's the worst kept secret in the world. And they lost again. They're 0 4, but. The effort is definitely there definitely there with the Miami Dolphins. You can never dispute that, at least not this part of the season. Maybe later on in the year, the spirit might get broken. But right now, they're still playing hard for that coach, the new coach they got from the New England Patriots. They lost. They're still fighting hard. Titans and Falcons. The Titans won on the road 24-10. They went to the A-Town and dominated. The Titans are... A team I just can't explain, man. From week to week, you never know what you're going to get. They went on the road in the dog pound up in Cleveland and won that game easily. Then they lost a couple of head scratchers. And then they come back this week and beat the Falcons easily. They jumped on. That game was over in the first quarter. They won 24-10. Derrick Henry finally showed up. He had the same amount of carries as the quarterback did passes. So that's outstanding balance. And that's the Titans team going forward. They need to be, they need to have a dominant run game to limit the amount of passing for the quarterback because he's not that good. 
and strong defense, and they can be in the game. Keep it simple. Do everything you need to do what you're good at, and you will win some games. The Raiders and Colts. The Raiders went on the road uh, and won a tough road game up in Indy. Never easy to win there. Strong fan base. Uh, of course, no Andrew Luck. Jacoby uh, Brissett played well, just not well enough. He didn't have his big weapon on the outside. T.Y. Hilton didn't play yesterday. Well, I'm sorry, over the weekend, so that's tough for him to try to find somebody else to get the ball to. He still had good stats, still played well. They still lost. And the big part, the big story coming out of this game is Vontez Perfect, the linebacker, former linebacker of the Oakland Raiders, was suspended for the rest of the season. Very warranted. He led, again, with his crown of his helmet, speared uh, the tight end for the Indianapolis Colts. He was ejected for the game. Now he's ejected for the whole season. The NFL decided to make an example out of this guy and suspend him for the rest of the year. And sometimes your past would get you suspended on things that are not really that bad. Because I've seen him do way worse. I've seen him twist guys' legs on the piles. I've seen him try to do an MMA move on Antonio Brown's head in the playoffs a few years ago when he was with the Bengals. Uh, this wasn't as bad, but it's still deserved. Sometimes your reputation may get you in trouble even if you didn't do anything. And that's what happened with Vontez Burford right here. He's suspended for the whole season. He's going to try to appeal it. Don't think it's going to do any good. This is a chance for uh, the commissioner to look good. Suspend a player that's been a troubled child is basically his whole career. Very talented, but very troubled when it comes to playing on the field. So now he's going to have a chance to sit out the rest of the season, whether he wants to or not, and think about what he really wants to do if they let him come back at all. You never know what's going to happen in the NFL because, like I said, they don't need him. He needs them. Uh, the Panthers and Texans, the Panthers run on the road and won another one, baby. I think that's two in a row now. They started 0-2 with Cam. Now they're 2-0 with uh, this young quarterback they picked up from the uh, Aggies, AM. The Aggies of AM. He's been looking pretty good. The stats haven't been, they weren't outstanding this week. But he was a game manager. He took care of the ball. Didn't make any. He got sacked a few times, but there was no interceptions, no fumbles. And what he did, he gave the ball to his playmakers, which is Christian McCaffrey. And they won another one. And Carolina's looking good with defense. I had no idea Carolina's defense was this good. I put DeAndre Hopkins on my DraftKings team. And, boy, he didn't give me – I think he only gave me eight points yesterday over the weekend. That's definitely not, not what I expected out of him. Carolina's secondary and their whole defense is playing some good football. They shut down the Houston Texans offense. You know, because you know, we all know Houston don't have an offensive line, and it definitely showed up or didn't show up over the weekend. So Carolina got another one. And I did I say it? Cam, this dude's taking over your team. What are you going to do about it? You going to sit back and take it? Or you going to take off your head scarf and go play some football? Because lately you've been worried about your look. Everyone wants to look good. But this dude's been going over the top with his outfits. To me, he looks a little foolish after a game when they lost. He's over there with this 
scarf on his head, looking like somebody's ain't he, uh, discussing why they lost a football game. Uh, I think he needs to get refocused, get back on the field. He's got the talent. We all know Cam does. But right now, it's, it's, uh, when they think of Cam, they think of other things besides football. And let's get back to what's important. If that is important to Cam, don't know. Don't know him personally. But I know right now, this young kid's taking over your roster. He's a whole lot cheaper. A lot less drama. And he's getting wins. The NFL is all about what have you done for me lately. So if they run, if he goes in there and takes your job, they will cut you so quick. They write NFL contracts on toilet paper. They will flush it and start all over again. Ask a lot of players. This happened to some of the best. So Cam, you don't know this, baby. It's time for you to step up and prove that you can be the form that you were former MVP of the league a few years ago, led your team to the Super Bowl, and show what you can do. Right now, this young kid's making you look bad. The Browns went on the road and won a tough road game in Baltimore, a divisional game. I did not expect this. This is probably the biggest shock of the weekend. The Browns won 40 to 25. Uh, Odell Beckham didn't do much. But Jarvis Landry had an outstanding game. He had 160-plus yards uh, receiving. Uh, Bradley Nick Chubb. I'm sorry, I said I only said Bradley Chubb. Not related. Nick Chubb, the running back from Georgia, had a great game, man. He had 150, 160 yards rushing. He got most of it on the 70-yard touchdown that they had. Uh, and they won to pretty much finish that game off. And that was a big win for Cleveland. All that noise coming out of there this week, talking about this and this and that. They focused this week and won a big football game for that franchise. And that's going, that's looking good for the dog pouncer right now. They're leading the division. They got the tiebreaker over Baltimore. It's two and two. They're both two and two right now. So tough, 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 tough. Big win for them. Patriots been up to uh, Buffalo, the Bills Mafia, and won 16 to 10. Buffalo has an outstanding defense. They shut down Tom Brady over the weekend. Tom Brady didn't do anything, y'all. Yeah, he threw the ball 39 times, but he only had 150 yards passing. No touchdowns. He was even picked once in the end zone. But all that being said, when it comes down to it, the Patriots won the football game because you win all facets of the game, and they won the game basically on the special teams play. They had a block punt. For a touchdown, ball game. Patriots win, Buffalo loses. Now they're only 3-1. Patriots only got a one-game lead. Tough one. Game of the weekend will probably be the Chiefs and Lions. The Chiefs won 34-30 in Detroit. This was Patty Mahomes' first uh, dome game in his NFL career. I remember him having a few dome games when he was in college. He played up in Cowboys Stadium a few times when he was at Texas Tech. Uh, I thought maybe he would ball out, play well enough to win. One thing about Detroit, their defense is solid. They got the uh, defensive coordinator from the uh, New England Patriots is their head coach now. That heavyset guy with the beard, can't think of his name right now, looked really good. He made a good game plan for Patty Mahomes, slowed him down, and they, and they slowed him down by running the ball and keeping Patty Mahomes on the bench, just not enough. It took a lead towards the end, but Patty Mahomes drove him down there with less than two minutes left and scored a touchdown. So, Chiefs are 4-0 for the third time in three years. 
One thing about Andy Reid, he can coach some football, baby, and he's always good at the beginning of the season. When you start good, you can have some bad games here and there, but when you start bad, you can't. You can't, you have to you have to catch up sometimes. But right now, they always starting good. The last three years, first year of the three year run at four and was with Alex Smith, traded him to the Redskins, put his leg on backwards, and then they put Patty Mahomes in and out of four and for the second year in a row, and they're looking like powerhouse need to tighten up that defense we all know that's the weakness of the Kansas City Chiefs their defense especially that back end uh, now most of it all of it yesterday because they uh, over the weekend they didn't stop much they, the running backs were running on them they were throwing pass they need to tighten up that defense well if they do that well enough they're gonna definitely be a team to beat they can definitely score with anybody but everyone's game plan going forward is going to be to run the ball on the Chiefs to keep Patty Mahomes on the sidelines in his baseball cap and not on the field. And that's going to be the game plan. Whatever everyone's going to do. You know, it's a copycat league, and that's what's going to be happening. The Seahawks and Cardinals had a divisional game. The Seahawks won 27-10 in Arizona. My favorite quarterback, Russell Wilson. Uh, Sierra's wife won a big game, 27-10, and they're rolling. They come off that tough loss last week at home to, to the Saints. Bounce back, 27-10 victory. Uh... So now they're back on track again. The Vikings and Bears, 16-6. The Bears, of course, won 16-6 because uh, the Vikings have Kirk Cousins as the quarterback. As long as Kirk Cousins is your quarterback, you will probably never win a big game, especially a big divisional game. That's not what he does. He goes out there, puts up pointless stats, and now he's not even doing that. He's not doing anything but stealing money from the Minnesota Vikings. Because he is not productive at all. That's why everything about the the uh, horrible Redskins got rid of him because they didn't believe in him. That's probably the smartest thing they've done over the last 20 years is not sign Kirk Cousins to a long-term deal. But now he's Minnesota's problem. And boy, do they have a problem. They gave him four-year guaranteed contract. And they got two and a half more years of this dread, dread, dreadful football, and they are not going to win that division anytime soon with the Bears and the uh, Green Bay Packers there. And let I say, the Detroit Lions, they're all playing better than Minnesota. Minnesota got this big salary from the quarterback, the wide receivers, some of the defensive players, and they're not going to win any football games. Something's going to have to give. They can finally get out of that contract. Believe me, they will. Because right now, the Vikings are looking horrible. Jaguars went on the road. Won again, 26-24. Big game. They won on the road in, in Mile High Stadium. Bradley Chubb, Torres ACL, the star defensive end from the Denver Broncos. He's out for the season. Tough loss for them. He's one of the young, best defensive players in the league. He's on his way to being a star. This is a setback. You know, the ACL injury is not what it used to be as far as ending someone's career. He can definitely bounce back from this with the modern medicine that we have. But that was a tough loss for them as far as his ACL. Broncos weren't going anywhere anywhere. You don't want to see guys get hurt. But now they're 0-4 and uh, not looking too good. They lost another one. The Buccaneers and Rams. Rams are another one of those teams that make me scratch my head. They got all the, all the talent in the world. But what they do not have is a healthy Todd Gurley. You can say all you want, but this man is the second highest paid running back in the league behind Ezekiel Elliott from the Cowboys 
and he only had five carries the whole game. If you look at his fantasy points, it looked kind of high. Was, oh, he might have a good game. Yeah, he scored two goal line touchdowns with only a couple yards each. Looked like he had a good game, but he only had five carries. Believe me, he should have five carries per quarter. So he should have at least 20 to 25 carries a game. This man is not healthy. The Rams can say what they want, but you don't pay a man that much money to sit on the bench or be a decoy. Very expensive decoy. He's not healthy. So the Rams have issues. They drafted the running back in the third or fourth round, I believe. They might want to get him some playing time. Uh, JHI, he's also out there, a veteran running back. He's informed teams that he's healthy. The Rams might want to look at him or let Matt, uh, uh, Brown, the running back from UT, get some more reps. Because, man, this Ty Gurley thing is not working. They have got to have better balance because you cannot let Jared Goff throw the ball 60-plus times and expect to win a football game. And then the Rams' defense played horrible, which is shocking because I thought their defense was pretty good. They didn't look good. They didn't look good over the weekend. They gave up everything and anything that they wanted. They made Jameis Winston look like Warren Moon. He's a good quarterback, but he's not that good. But the year he was over the weekend, big props to Jameis pulling out a big win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now they're two and two. The Cowboys and Saints. They played that game down in uh, Orleans, New Orleans. Who that nation showed up like they always do. They won 12 to 10. Four field goals is what they kicked and won a football game, y'all. NFL game. We never thought the Saints would be winning games on defense, but that's what they did. And they were they are probably the most well-rounded NFL team right now. They're very good on defense, special teams. They have good running backs. They have good wideouts. Their old line is a little bit shaky, but they're winning with their backup quarterback. And Drew Brees is only going to get healthier every week. He's chomping at the get bit to get back. And believe me, those Saints fans are very hungry for some big wins because they've been cheated a little bit the last couple of years. A little bit. Not all the, the referees fought. You want to blame from everything. Play calling could be a little bit different some of them playoff games. But they were there. And they're definitely trying to get back there. And they're definitely in the mix. Even with Drew Brees out, he'll be back. And they'll be ready to ball out when he goes get back. Redskins and Giants was uh, used to be a big NFC East game. Now they were both dragging the bottom of the division. But the Giants are dragging the bottom. But they are nowhere close to being as bad as the Washington Redskins are. They are embarrassing. embarrassment. I am a very proud Redskins fan, been one of my almost my whole life. And right at this point, never gonna jump ship. I'm not that type of guy, but they need to get their stuff together because right now they are very embarrassing uh, to call themselves an NFL team because they're not run very good from the top to the bottom. You can say whatever you want about certain owners, Jerry Jones, those type guys. But Daniel Snyder is probably the worst owner in all the sports. His organization has never run right. He's got he they had a couple of years when they had decent teams. They really weren't that good. They made the playoffs here and there. He's on the team for 20 years, and I think they made the playoffs 
four out of their 20. And when they got to the playoffs, they lost. They should be a proud franchise, Super Bowl victories, great players, the Hogs, the Fun Bunch, first African-American quarterback winning the Super Bowl, and now they're just an embarrassment. Not all Jay Gruden's fault, little of everybody, but like I say, it starts with the guy that's signing the checks. He needs to get some mirrors in his house and look in there and see that he's the problem and eat some humble pie and fix the franchise. If you call yourself a Redskins fan, Daniel Snyder, do something because the fans are hungry for a winner. All right, y'all. Those are my NFL thoughts from uh, week four. Uh, Monday Night Football with the Steelers game, 27-3, blah, blah, blah. Steelers dominate. The Bengals, as usual, doesn't matter who's playing. The Bengals can't beat the Steelers. So it is what it is with that one. Those are my recap of all the week four games. Towards the end of the week, I would get into my week five picks, predictions. Coming up this weekend, probably Friday. I like to do those on Friday and put out my picks for the week and see where I'm right, see where I'm wrong. I was right this week about a couple of games. Let's see if I can keep my streak going. And we'll also start to get into some NBA talk because training camp is starting. Training camp is back for the NBA, and so is LeBron's hairline. This is Soul on Sports, baby. I'm out.